0: Utter. Dream bigger. Live brighter.
1: This show is hosted by the dexterous Diva herself, Miss Jo Gifford. Your new secret weapon for whip smart workflow, marketing mastery, social media prowess, and all the creative team technology you can handle. Hey guys, it's Joe Giffords here, episode 30 of Work Smarter, Dream Bigger, Live Brighter. Today's episode is quite a long one, but it's an awesome one. Um, and what it is, is a conversation between the amazing Jenna Sword of YouCanBrand.com and myself. And I wanted to really just chat to Jenna because I was inspired by um, one particular piece of content which she released In a Facebook group that we're both in, and the story around how that piece of content helped everybody in that group, and it also had amazing results for her Um, in terms of uh, of list building growth, and in terms of opt ins and all sorts. What actually happened was that I jumped onto a Google Hangout with Jenna, and we talked and talked and talked about all sorts, from business to design to content to the online world to dating to, like, everything, Um, and whilst I cut, you know, like, a lot of it before we actually officially hit record, what you've got is a girl chat here, guys, and it's funny, it's excitable, there's some gold dust in here, so... But, you know, pull up your PJs and put the kettle on and come and hang out with me and Jenna Sword as we discuss all things online business and content and just life. Here we go. My
0: name is Jenna Sword. I'm from YouCanBrand.com. Um, I teach entrepreneurs how to design for themselves. So DIY branding and design strategies for insatiable entrepreneurs.
1: Oh, nice. I like that. Thank
0: you. Thank
1: you. I know. And
0: I think insatiable
1: is good because it's like, give me more, give me more. I (laughs) like that. That's a nice word that I haven't used enough. That's like a triple word score word, isn't it? In Scrabble. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah. So I, you
0: know, I've been operating my business for a couple of years and I have always blogged intermittently You know, I I only blog when inspiration strikes. That's That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because it means that I don't have that many blogs on my blog, but I took the dates off. So if somebody new comes to the site, the only way that they would really know the dates is if they looked at the comments, which they're going to probably read through the stuff before they even get to that, you know? And, um, and I really go for quality over quantity. Um, and this particular blog post is the one that the first one that's gone, what I would consider viral for me, you know, um, 3000 people came to my website in 24 hours and I got 400 new subscribers and, you know, so like that, that was pretty good. That that made me, made me feel warm and fuzzy. (laughs) As it
1: should. That's amazing. And. You know, just just for context, for my peeps, like I, you know, I was, you know, we're part of um of a group together, um, yeah, Facebook, aren't we? Denise DT's lucky bitch group, and uh-huh. I was part of seeing this unfold and and seeing you know which maybe you're gonna you know sort of, um, explain for us in a minute, but seeing what happened and then seeing how quickly your results came in, and that's mm-hmm. that's pretty viral, I would say, like you know, it was so lovely seeing that happen like in real time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, the
0: thing that's so funny about this is I watched this like a spectator too. Like I'm like, like, in fact, I feel like the reason why it went viral was not because I created some brilliant content and then people came and found it and loved it. It was that I was solving my own problem. (laughs) I shared it and the reaction was a hundred comments in a very short period of time on that, on that Facebook group. And then I go, oh shit. I need to make a video about this as soon as possible because if this many people want this, like, I, cause people were like, what is it? What is it? What is it? Cause I had just taken a screenshot of my to-do list. Mm-hmm. So I had been like, to give you a little bit more context too, like I'd been searching all over the web. I tried everything. I tried Trello. I had a life coach. I was paying like $6,000 a year to, And she was like, if you don't do Trello, you're going to fail. Like basically, I mean, not really.
1: She was much better than that, but, (laughs) but
0: but we had set up my, my Google calendars and she was like, you just need a place to go dump your to do's. Like you need a place where every time that you have an idea, you go dump it and then you schedule it in. And that way you never have to worry about all these ideas that you have getting lost on pieces of paper or, or whatever. And so I ended up, um, you know, like starting to look at Basecamp and I just tried all these things that people had recommended. And the thing that I noticed, and this is probably where my uh, design background comes from, Mm -hmm. like I have a pretty extensive design background and I used to teach user interface design. And so I can kind of see things from a different perspective than like maybe the average everyday person because I understand like what wayfinding is like when a user goes to a site and they're like, where am I? Like, how does this work? And so for some reason, all of the project management systems that were out there were making me feel crazy because they were making me put my to do's in something that had to be opened and looked at. Mm. And I was like, I just want, my to do is in front of my face. Like I just want to not have to click on anything, but like just have everything dumped out, but I don't want it to be overwhelming. So right. how, how can that happen? You know, how's this saving any, it was, it was kind of like I fell upon Google keep and, um, and I found it as a recommendation on somebody's blog. They had put like the top five to do list programs that you could have. And I was like, Google keep, like I've never even heard of this before. So I went over to it and I realized right away it was like a bunch of sticky notes. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I love sticky notes, but again, I lose them. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so, so the thing that made this extraordinary, like Google Keep specifically, is the fact that you can add an image to every single to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so from a user interface perspective, I went ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can... Dump everything in two seconds because I'm not having to set up a project or anything. I'm clicking and adding a list. It takes one second to do that. I can add a picture instantly to it. Okay. So when I need to go back and find something really fast, I'm not reading down a bunch of lists. I'm just looking for a, a photo, right? Mm. And then I started thinking, oh my God, I've got so many things that I need to do. I need to like read the rich, think and grow rich like mantras in the morning. And, and I was just losing all these pieces of paper yes. and, you know, or having them stored in nine different areas on my computer. And like things were getting missed all the time and in terms of my own personal goals and in terms of like future ideas that I had. So this allowed me to like, give every single group of ideas, a place to dump, like lead Mm -hmm. magnet ideas, dump that on a list. Um, all the Mm -hmm. login and password information for every program that I belong to with a link to the homework. I can make a link. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) 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 So like, so like if I need to do homework every day, why not make a link to the Google doc that will help me figure this out. So, So suddenly my mind's going, Oh shit. This is going to be really big. It looks so pretty. I'm going to share this with the Lucky Bitch group because, um, one, I just think it looks so cool. I, mm-hmm. I'm upgrading my to-do list here. And then people were, I just assumed, like, maybe people already knew about Google Keep that I was in the in the, um, in the the dark about this. And when I posted it and everybody's like, what is it? And nobody could guess what it was that I go, mm. okay, if I'm going to turn this into something that's going to be viral, I need to put together how I would use it because maybe somebody who would see it wouldn't understand the interaction with photos being on the top of every single thing. And they need to see all the features right away so that they can kind of start to understand like, oh, I can share a list with my assistant. Oh, I can, you know. And one of the craziest things about that is I ended up starting a, a sticky note list for my assistant, gave her access to it, and you know she was off in the world in my new car Driving around doing um, errands, which she loves, and um, and I could see as she was
1: going down and marking off the things on the to do list, I could see it from my computer. Since that moment where you shared keep with us, like I went straight on it. I was like, over there. Now in Keep, I've got the sort of vision boarders there. I've got my quotes up, and and Team Diva are all sharing. And just like you say, you know, I love sharing my note. You know, here's what I'm working on today. Here's what I want you know you guys to do. And they're jumping in there, tick 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 tick, and it's just beautiful. And <laughs> I th- it was like a, a revolutionary moment which is why like I really wanted to, to kind of speak to you for my guys as well because there's a few strands from it that I really loved obviously from the productivity side of things this is something that is beautiful it's easy to use holds all your stuff in one place I've got my vision board my you know as you say like all my latest opt-in stuff like you know brains arm, yeah. you know get your hair cut Gifford all that stuff is on there um so that was really interesting and um and also from the community marketing part of things what you did was super clever because we're in a group where there's no pitching it's it's really nice it's a helpful vibe and you went in on an angle that was totally fitting to that group that was like hey you know I've done this upgrade in my life and the upgrade is I've sorted out you know my productivity list The reaction from that was something which you could gauge which was like oh my gosh they want this stuff you know they really want to have it and we can talk through what happens after that and how you help people yeah and not only that but the content angle from that has now expanded so much that I know that obviously you're talking to me I'm going to be doing like a whole post about Google Keep and productivity and linking back to you and your services and we're on a podcast Mm. I know that you've been on other summits about it it's been like yeah Yeah. and in the age now when you know community marketing i think on facebook is such an important thing because everyone's overwhelmed they're all in challenges they're all in groups they're all in you know no one's really answering emails anymore because we've all unrolled them and we're all like you know fighting our way through emails so your personal action behavior on that particular like need of everyone having stuff organized in a really lovely way please just sparked off this whole chain of events and I was like <laughs> I've got to talk to her <laughs> I know well that's so cool and,
0: you know and then and, and it happened like so organically and I when I one of the things that I learned about Facebook networking is that I learned the power of it when I joined Marie Forleo's b-school are mm-hmm. you schooler do you know what I'm not a b-schooler oh you would love it often surprises people I'm like no I'm I didn't do it but um but yeah most of
1: the people I work with are and yeah Yeah,
0: so since I was put in a group with 13,000 people um and you know there's a lot of big name people in there there's Mm. you know Amy Porterfield and Derek Halpern and uh Nellie Lucia and stuff they're all in that group so I think even Lewis Howes and stuff so a lot of Things were seen in the beginning of my business from mm. bigger people, mm. and it's cool because um, what I realized right away was that involving people in the process of what you're working on is relatable. And it was always and it was never like I'm going to go get clients this way. So I think Not that what exactly. happens, yeah, I think that what happens is a lot of people who do take that approach of oh, I'm in a group of thirteen thousand people, I'm going to go spam the crap out of them, I'm going to invite them to every single event that I'm doing it's so weird how like an invitation to a webinar feels so takey, you know, Mm -hmm. but sharing a resource, giving a comment, just sharing what you're doing in terms of like, I'm working on my website right now. I'm struggling between this opt-in design and this opt-in design, how that interaction inadvertently shows people what you're doing Mm -hmm. without being salesy about it. So it's kind of a back, you know, a back way to kind of do that. And so I ended up getting probably like, oh, I did, well, I did, I did six figures my first year and 90% of them were B schoolers.
1: Can we just high five that? Yeah. Can <laughs> we just
0: give that? Yeah. Like the it was a yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was 90% were B schoolers. And, um, and it was like really crazy because I didn't spend any money on ads. I wasn't pitching them. I was just sharing what I was doing. Right. And I got, um, I got, I got a lot of, of a lot of people who knew my branding through sharing that. Mm. And so now it's just become like an automatic thing of anything I'm working on, somebody's gonna relate to this or benefit from it. So I am really actually like wanting to get feedback and all of that, but it just so organically ends up turning into
1: customers versus like absolutely. Because, you know, because you guys know, like, you know, my you know, my thing really is about kind of like igniting your brilliance and really standing in the power of who you are and what you do and then getting that message out to the world. And yes, that's through blogging, but content creation is every form of communication that you're putting out there, whether it's an image about something, whether it's your Instagram, like whether it's in these groups. And this is what... I always really try and get my clients to really feel comfortable about as well is that, you know, sharing this stuff, it's not kind of, you know, it's not like walking into like a networking meeting and walking up onto the stage and going, hey, I'm here. (laughs) Like, this is what I'm doing. (laughs) It's about walking in and going, hey guys, I have an awesome journey here. Look, all this happened. And just, yeah." your journey on the way to that meeting as opposed yeah. to like rocking up you know doing karaoke on the stage and everyone's like well who's that you know you're you're you know sort of finding your way and telling your story along the way and with that and you know this is something which I'm sure that you've seen with your growth and I've certainly felt with mine is that you know when I share things about you know my family you know like I'm working with chronic health stuff and how you know stuff evolves people Sort of love you and your journey as it grows, and they feel part of it. And so, with every like level you get to, everyone's like, "Oh, amazing! Yeah. Like, I remember last year when you were doing such and such, and you were really struggling, and now you're here." And the authenticity part of that is almost like it's built in as like a thread that's there anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know what's
0: so funny too is that. Um... You know, I realize I've been kind of micro blogging about my life for like a decade. You know, back in the days in MySpace, I remember I used to have a blog called um, Love Letters from Dumb Asses. <laughs> 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 and I was taking every single guy that was contacting me on MySpace that was coming up with some horrible pickup line, like no. really bad, and putting it in a thread.
1: <laughs> it was that.
0: Yes, that feels really 2006 to me and I'm loving it <laughs> yes it was it was very it was probably even earlier than that it was probably like 2003 2004 2005 ish so I mean it could have been I'm it, of course all the times blending together but yeah I love it. So, so that was the beginning of me like feeling like people were uh finding things that I was doing to be amusing Mm, And then mm. I I moved to Japan in like 2009 and I started blogging while I was there about my experience and I was only sharing it with like – MySpace friends, and and at that point, Facebook was just getting started. And I remember my grandma was getting my postings every day, and she would write me, and she's like, "Jen, I feel like I'm there with you. You know, like keep writing." And and so I just realized that, like, through writing about your experience, it allows people to be on the journey with you. So much,
1: so So much. much.
0: And so I was thinking about how. Um, like I really want to make a T-shirt that says the the, the internet is my boyfriend <laughs> because like because I'm like you know your significant other could probably tell all your secrets too but I just tell everything to the world and so what's happened is like there was a certain point in time where I was microblogging and I do this currently and I don't know if you follow my personal page on Facebook mm. but. Um, I'll, I'll write about dates that I go on and they're really funny. And I like, I'll go on dates and I'll find out that a guy really just wanted consulting <laughs> business or like, you know, it's really funny, like, like how, how things um, happen. But when I first moved to Portland, I was documenting um, going on dates with men and making them put together Ikea furniture for me and seeing if Seeing what our relationship like, interaction would be. Yes, it was just so... It was I love so it. I, I, well, I don't know if you can see here, but I have a, a stripper pole in my room.
1: Oh, yeah! You I do
0: Yes! and so and that the the um I made somebody put that together on a date with me and that was really awkward and really awesome <laughs> oh
1: I love it I feel like it's one of those films like from the early noughties where we document your travels like as an online person but it was all new wasn't it and there's yes. all always these sort of chick lit things about and she moved to New York and she blogged and then she suddenly got this apartment and, and blogged all the dates it's very much I could just imagine this whole kind of you know Portland thing of you with these guys buying furniture and strip malls Oh.
0: Oh my God, it was so, and I was just like, you know, and everybody was like, more, more, more. Like, and then when I launched my program, my program is about branding and design, not about dating, you know? And so, why would, what would be the connection there? Well, I never write about dating on my blog because that would be too weird. Mm. But when people friend request me and they want to get to know me better, or even in public posts, you know, and stuff. I'll write about the dating because it's such a reflection of how weird and quirky and you know honest and like I'll be
1: self-deprecating at moments. <laughs> yeah but the thing is as well you know even through those strands which aren't you know business related we get uh-huh. to see where you're living and you know we get to understand what's going on and people build up a whole picture around you and as yeah. you say like all the quirkiness all the funness all of that sort of stuff and and also I think what's really strong you know with your work is the fact that you know you've demystified two massive things. You've Demystified design. <laughs> like, you demystified how this weird world, which used to be, you know, briefing designers with their weird costs that are scaling back and forth, and you don't know how to talk to them, and what, you know, yeah. how, how upset what is kerning me, what is all that? You've demystified that, and you've demystified this online world in which we live, where the internet is yes. a boyfriend. And you've shown that, you know, business growth is totally possible. This is how you can rock a lifestyle that you love. This is how you can do this. And here's how design can help all of that. Boom, boom, boom. It's no wonder that you rock six figures in your first
0: year. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. You
1: know, and and I
0: think what the other thing that's really weird is that since so many people follow those writings, when I meet them for the first time, we carry on the conversation as if we were friends. Right. And so I just go with it. Like, they'll be like, oh my God. And so like, what's happening with the dog walker now, you know? And I'll be like, oh, let me tell you, this is the thing that I didn't write about.
1: <laughs> so, it's, so it creates a connection where... Do you know what? I have the same thing with the minis. Obviously, you know, so I'm uh-huh. not pets, but my kids. Oh, but, no. but they'll be like, oh, look, I saw you were doing such and such with the girls the other day. And I'm like, uh-huh. Or even if someone that I haven't met, you know, in real life, so recognizes me offline, which is like unheard of. And they're like, oh, you're it in have doing such and such. I'm like... Uh, and it's just really weird that they kind of know that last week I was in London doing XYZ with the kids, and that now I'm over here, yeah. and I've just launched this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but then I guess that's the whole reason you know, we're here talking to the world, albeit yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. right now sitting in my tracksuit bottoms, lucky Jenna. <laughs> I just had to clarify that I I you know that I was very smart early on in the day and that I did go to <laughs> You and look back. beautiful. Stop talking. You're gorgeous. <laughs> the thing is that, like I mean, yeah,
0: it doesn't even matter what we look like because it'sn't that awesome. That's why I love
1: what we do as well. It's like I can be looking so like I know. really not cool. And it's absolutely fine because you know, that's one of the reasons I love podcasting for a start, is that it's yes, just a
0: microphone. I know. Well, and you know, and the thing is too is like that's the whole reason like i i'm sure have you ever heard me talk about rent the runway do you know yes 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 yes. so um so like that i so rent the runway if you guys don't know what that is it's only in the us right now i'm sure eventually i'll make it over to europe hopefully um we have girl meets dress
1: over here which i frequent often
0: yeah yeah so this one it's a hundred bucks a month and you get three designer dresses at a time And so what's cool about that is I sat down and I figured out how much it is in value of dresses per year and it kind of blew my mind. So Mm -hmm. I'm averaging between $300 and $1,000 dresses at a time. (laughs) So I took the average of that and I times it by five a month or something like that. And it worked out to be about $40,000 in dresses a year for $1,200. And I was like, I was like, this is a really good, I was telling somebody I was on a date with about this and he goes, he's like, you're really into life hacking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you know, why would you spend $40,000 on all that stuff when you could have new stuff? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And you know what guys love it because they always want something new. And when they've seen, I mean, of course that they see you in a dress that they love, that's great. But I just remember the last like boyfriend I had, he
1: goes, you never wear the same dress twice. I love it it's like wow it's just something you know, it's a little something about me I like to keep things different it's like I'm renting them dude I'm renting them I'm sorry
0: renting them <laughs> oh I'm always so honest that when I'm like at the coffee shop wearing Vera Wang or something and everybody's <laughs> like wow you look so pretty <laughs> I, I always like, look like this Let's way to like go home and get back in the yeah coffee. yeah no I'm too honest and I'd be like I rented it <laughs> <laughs> Not to Just, the whole like oh this thing no 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 I've bought yeah know, I've got a few yes. in the wardrobe <laughs> see secrecy and like you know having an air of mystery not not a character <laughs> thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's that's where like and, and like I love this about branding and and the opportunity that we have about working like I never feel like I'm at work. And I love the fact yeah. that my partner comes home, or whatever, or or you know, I'll actually leave the house and go for dinner with friends, maybe. And i will be like, "Yeah, I'm just sat at home talking all day with really awesome people." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, yeah." So I think I think that's my job now.
0: And um, seems yeah. to be fine. <laughs> does it, Does it make it hard for you to like like be able to really relate with people who don't live their bliss? You know, like I yeah. Um, dead-end jobs all the time and this is what like like mm. I'll have I'll be well they'll be asking me questions about stuff and I'll be like I can't talk about business right now because like you know I need a break or whatever but eventually in a relationship it'll come up and they'll want to know more and more and more and it's kind of like I get this like please tell me what you're doing please like can I can I like you know I was on a date with this guy last night and he was like I just had this epiphany that I really want to be an online entrepreneur. Can you help me figure oh, this gosh. out? I know. And I was like, and so we, we, we came to the conclusion that his obsession and his biggest passion in life is mushrooms, Uh uh-huh. <laughs> not, not the drug, like actual mushrooms. And so, <laughs> so he was, he wants to like get into like, Understanding the horticulture or whatever of mushrooms and like how to possibly save the world with mushrooms because there's all these really great things. And so he was telling me about this philosopher mushroom expert. And I was like, well, why don't you follow on the steps of that guy? And he's like, well, because that guy already exists. And how could there be another one of him? And, uh. and, I, and I looked at him and I go, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I tell all my students, which I'm sure is a really big turn on on a date. Yeah. <laughs> No one's done mushrooms your way, honey. (laughs) I said, said, if I told you that only one person could take a picture of the moon (laughs) or the stars or be a photographer of only trees or something like that. And he was like, oh yeah, good point. I was like,
1: your perspective can change everything you know you're whatever you do and yeah you're so right because actually you know my real life friends don't understand what the hell i do i mean you know the people who are teachers and you know have normal jobs and aren't sat behind max all day like we are um they're just like so 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 so, so people pay to talk to you when we can just <laughs> go to the pub and i'm like yeah, pretty much. And, it's like, and you advise on stuff. as like, I'm mental people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's do that blogging thing. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a complete no brainer. And, and, you know, but then when you see people, as you say, who aren't living their bliss, and you and and now I think the more I think entrepreneurs are like personal development magnets, aren't we? Like you know, we live like five lives in the space yeah. of like one person because it's we're true. like, well, I want to expand my you know existence. I want to expand my possibilities. I'm doing this by myself. I'm going to do it. And when you see people who it becomes like the, the non-personal development thing comes like an elephant in the room, doesn't it? You're just like, I can't yeah. even talk to you unless you're going to get coaching. I can't even talk to you.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I know. And you know, and I, um, I think like one of the craziest things that happened to me with that was that I had gone on a couple dates with this guy like about six months ago. And then he asked me to go on a date like six months later after he got laid off from his job. And I instantly knew that he wanted to go on a date to pick my brain. I knew it. Like, I was like, this didn't work before. I was super into him. I kind of laid my cards on the table. I was like, yeah, I really like you. And he was just like, oh, well, let's just see where this goes. And then I hear from him for six months. So when he asked me on a date and I knew that he had gotten laid off because he had said this in a message, I was like, I'm just going to prove myself right here and see what he's all about and kind of call him on something. On some stuff. So we go on the state, not talking about business or anything. We go to the beach. And he goes, So I really wanted to talk to you about your business. And I was oh. like, I was like, damn it. Okay. And he was just like, I just want to let you know that I've been following you on Facebook. And mm. I just, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people about what you're doing. And he's like, I just don't believe you. I just don't know oh, that you're having the success that you're having. And I go, Oh my God. This is the first time that anybody's ever challenged me on this. Oh my like, gosh. Like, so I whipped out my infusion soft. <laughs> <I was>
1: like, <laughs> Whip out your infusion soft on a hot day. I love yeah, it. No, because he
0: said, he goes, he goes, well, I, like, I've, talked to, I've talked to a lot of people and nobody believes that this is possible. And they think that what you're saying is a scam. Okay. This <laughs> is like, this is going. And then, of course, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of angry at this point because well, I was like, yes. I've never had anybody say scam before. And then he was just like, yeah, he was like, it just sounds impossible. Like, are you a part of a multi-level marketing scheme? Oh, he really just like, didn't understand what it was and so then when I finally broke it all down he was like oh well that's really amazing <laughs>
1: so- hello let's expand our possibilities beyond the time for money let's yes. look at one too many let's oh my gosh Brilliant. I will-
0: but I mean I think that when you tell I mean when he asks you know like where do you see the business going and he wants all this advice because he's he has been working for the same corporate credit card company for like you know, 12 years and, you know, he's getting laid off from this thing and he's talking about, oh God, I get a- need to get another job to have job security. And I'm like, do you understand that that's not job security? You know, like in yeah. building things this way would be, but when I tell people that my projections for the next year is I want to do $97,000 a month. Mm-hmm. They look at me like I have nine heads,
1: you know, uh-huh. that's why though, that's why I love, love, love you know, the groups that we hang out in with other women, other people who are nailing yeah. their businesses, nailing their lives. And it, it always becomes alien when you talk to other people who don't understand that that's possible. And I understand that I was there, you know, some yeah. time ago, I had that mindset. I mean, I've always known that stuff is possible. Like, you know, I've always had the kind of itchy feet to go and do my own thing, but kind of incremental accepting of what is possible. And, you know, the fact that people way beyond of our space would just be like well how could you possibly do that in a month there's not like what are you doing you know you're not like you know Richard Branson like how how could you do that and I just think it's, it's almost like you can't really hang out with people anymore who are yeah. in online business. yeah I know I know and you know
0: what's even <laughs> so funny too like Like I've discovered that I've had to, you know, completely make every single person around me in the same mindset or it really, I end up in nothing but roles of being the teacher and I don't, I want peers, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. why I love talking to people like you because you totally get it. And um, there's a girl named Jessica Ray. Her, mm-hmm. um, she lived, she moved into the building because she was moving to Portland and I
1: was like, this partnership I'm really envious of, is it? this whole Portland, Oregon, everyone masterminding together thing? <laughs>
0: right, right, right. And like, I was like, I, I live in such a cool building. I was like, you should really move in. And so, and so she was, she told me the other day, she's like, I moved in because I, I want us to be able to mastermind and stuff. And so every week oh we get together gosh. and we work and she's got strengths where I don't. And, you know, she's working with like, um, she's actually Amy Porterfield's designer and she works with Chris. Stucker and like all these different people, she's kind of like the go-to graphic designer for all of the people that we know, like and love, and Mm -hmm. and um and and so she's kind of working on a similar product. And instead, we could totally be competitive. We're producing things that are actually very similar in a lot of ways, but because our perspectives are so different on certain things, and because we love and support each other, that we can be in the same industry, can work in the similar industry things, and not be jealous. Because one thing that I have discovered is that competitiveness comes from an attitude of I'm winning and you're losing. Right.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and, if you,
0: and if you don't have that, then it's love and support and sharing and there's it enough is. business for everybody.
1: I've completely forgotten the, um, what's the uh, psychology uh, field where it's I'm okay, you're not okay, you're not okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it'll, it's, it'll come to me in a minute it'll rock up into my brain but yeah absolutely there's that unbalance isn't it and like I love at the start of every day like I have my whole sort of miracle morning thing I'll be tapping I'll be doing my vision board. I'll be you know meditating doing yoga getting myself into the zone and then you're ready for stuff to rock up and like every single day there's a chance to collaborate with someone to you know be on their podcast to be an expert on their thing for vice versa and the fact that you know like you know I'm sort of converting my you know, bloggy blogger business bootcamp into into like a content academy at the moment, and so it's a case of okay, well, let's call in all the awesome people who have a perspective on this, who who would add you know loads of value to you know to the people within that. Everyone's like, yes, I'd love to, Joe. They're straight in. I'm doing vice best for them. It's like, yes, it's not kind mm. of like well, actually, our audiences overlap slightly, and I think it would be you know yeah. oh, yeah. advice for us to do that. It's like, yeah, let's do it and let's rock it out, and then. It's like there's new opportunities every day and you can smell a mile of, can't you, anyone who's in a weird space that yeah. not sharing or isn't lifting yeah. people
0: up. Or or they're coming from a place of just being like, look at me, I'm winning, look at you, you're losing. You know yeah. I mean? like, And, and they don't have, even have to say that, but you get that feeling of, of that. They're trying to be at the top of this with everybody yeah. kind of under. And I'm like, I want everybody to be my equal. You know, like I want to be... I don't want this to be like, and actually a lot of graphic designers have gotten really upset at the things that I'm sharing because it can, you know, because I'm sharing a lot of secrets that designers learn in school and they learn to make their business a success. And I actually went on a date with somebody who (laughs) was like a vintage, like a really old school vintage designer. And he was just like, I just think that you're bastardizing the design industry by sharing this. Gosh. with With regular people, and I was like, I'm sorry. I feel like everybody deserves to be a designer if they
1: want. No. To. I'm gonna sit up in my chair for this one. This is this is designer chat now because you know, (laughs) as you know, my first career you know was graphic design and and so and I was always really aware of you know certainly in the London scene you know I worked for agencies I worked for different places and was self-employed but there was like designers and then there was the ones who considered themselves elite because they'd had awards and it was all very kind of you know like that. And yes, and I always was always really aware of how scary it must be for clients to try and brief someone. I mean, this is before the online space really really took off, but, you know, to brief these massive agencies and with a strange hourly rate that seems to have no end to it with amends and you just want to change that word and that's going to cost you how much and because it's all got to be like, it just all seemed really unattainable for small businesses and like So even with all those skills that I still have and stuff like that, I love Canva. Like I love being able to rock up on Canva and customise some stuff and rock something out really quickly. And I can see, I mean, there's bed design all over the entrepreneurial space and it's great that people have, people like you with your amazing course, that they can learn how to make stuff look fantastic Mm -hmm. without spending a massive budget because it is a scary place to learn about you know how to get the typography sitting right how to you know how to get stuff really visually appealing how to like how to do any of that stuff yeah and yeah. It, you know it's great it's
0: So it's and it's like one of those things where you have so many people who are DIY designing out of complete necessity because they can't afford a designer yeah. or they spend all their money on a designer I hear this story happen all all the time and it really breaks my heart that They'll hire a web designer and the web designer disappears. Why is it
1: always web designers that go? Just, just a little question out there.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's kind kind of like, and it's probably the people I've had a lot of programmers in my day disappear. It's like, there's something about like, they're very antisocial and
1: all of a sudden there's no emails anymore. And you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think that empowering people to not have to rely on anybody else, especially Mm -hmm. when we're in this world and we need a Facebook ad designed in a Mm -hmm. snap, you know, and you're totally right. Like being open to the, um, to the other free programs that are out there to kind of meet people where they're at, apply really good design principles to something like, yeah. you know, Canva or PicMonkey or something. Um, I have like, I mean, of course, some of the limitations of those programs, like being able to have transparent backgrounds or like save master files or like I've run into some issues with, um, certain ones for that, but I did recently find a new, um, thing. Have you used add, Ad espresso or Ad espresso? Yes. Yeah. And they have Canva built into that. And I thought that that was really smart. So yeah. if you guys don't know what that is, it's, um, it's basically this company decided to make power editor and doing Facebook ads prettier
1: <laughs>
0: so that you don't have to go through the ugly back end of,
1: of, um, Facebook which it's is really is not cool. pretty actually it's, it's not yeah <laughs> From no, it's, a perspective no, it's, it's not a pretty one yeah and, and yeah. Like, I totally get like I understand that yes you know, people train for years to have you know and obviously if you're gonna be doing like a massive launch and you're really up leveling then hire someone who knows their stuff like in yeah. and if you're at that level you don't have time to be diying yourself so it's a different right. game but I love that there's there is totally room and it's totally as you say like it's inviting people to 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 you know work with what they have and to make their online presence look amazing because otherwise it, I think it blocks people, doesn't it? Just from going out there and getting those stuff to the world. Well, I think we um, also, since
0: we're in a world where like, we're doing a lot of similar things, you know, like there's a lot of people out there that are producing courses on how to do a course or <laughs> a lot of people out there are producing courses on how to do Facebook ads or, um, or in this case, like when I, when I first started doing the DIY design course thing, Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of competition out there, but, you know, there's always been Skillshare. There's always Mm -hmm. been, I think creative live, you know, like this idea of teaching design online to the masses is, um, is like not a new concept. But I think that what's cool is that, and what's really important actually when you're branding yourself is that when people are deciding to work with you, they're not hiring you for what you do. They're hiring you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's enough um, business to go around because there's always going to be some people that'll resonate with me and maybe not with the girl that's got the similar program that I Mm -hmm. do or vice versa. We just have different perspectives, different styles, different approaches. And it really gets important that, you know, I saw this happen recently where somebody had taken my course. Who had a similar type of business. And I noticed that they had taken one of my exercises and had put it into their free often. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a deep breath. The thing mm. is, is that I didn't invent this tool. You know, like, yes, I know she directly got it from mine. And, you know, but then at the same time, I'm like, this is what's interesting. You can't really copyright an idea. Mm. And, and so if somebody does something like that, you kind of just have to like, let it go and be like, okay, what, what is more concerning is if they steal the exact video, the exact download, the exact copy, that's like full on plagiarism. Um, And you don't want, you know, like, obviously you're going to want to discourage people from taking your ideas, but that's just what ends up happening. Like we just, we all end up using similar things. So I wouldn't worry
1: you know exactly sure. and it's like you know i haven't patented the idea of creative thinking in business or yeah. content like I, I don't own that i just own my way of working with people same as like you know people don't own the idea of passive income or of right. you know coaching or, or whatever it right. is and it's obviously you know we have all seen this recent instance where people have literally lifted copy and, put oh, it on yeah. and like we don't need to it's you know if you yeah. know yourself. And you put it out to the world in the way that suits you, that you know, resonates with you. That's actually where the money is as well as everything else. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. that's what makes it me. it's like, guys, if you if you're really passionate, even if it's mushrooms like your buddy, you know, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. you you just go down that path, honey. And you tell us about it. And, and we're going to want to know about your mushrooms or yeah. about your oh, yeah. whatever it is. Because it's the passion behind it and the brilliance behind it and the personality. And
0: the perspective, for sure.
1: Totally. Because I think, like, you know, it's all that you bring to the table, isn't it? From all the jobs you've ever had, all the dates you've ever had and the stories, all the, like, you know, work experience you've ever had, all your knowledge, your training, your, you know, the good times, the bad times. We bring that to our audiences and say well hey this is what I've learned I can shortcut that for you because I made a right old <laughs> you know, it's like, right. what's up of that one right. so let's just shortcut it for you I'll just show you this way so you can kind of get on with it faster and, and that is well that's what they pay the expertise for it's this kind of like well I've just shortcutted Joe's because she spent years you know going about this the wrong way and you know I, I just love that we're all building on the shoulders of everyone else aren't we we're kind of supporting each other
0: yeah when i mean i think like when you sell a program that's in the one to two thousand dollar range it just doesn't take that many people to be really successful Mm -hmm. i mean there was um i mean i've seen people who've sold what is it like 400 people make eight hundred thousand dollars and you know that's almost a million dollars right and it's like that's 400 people 400 and like so it's, it's one of those things where when, I, when I'm working with other people who have like similar types of businesses, it's like even if they're a raging success, if they're serving, you know, a very small amount of people, what is that in terms of competition for the rest of the world? Like there isn't… Mm-hmm it's not like retail products where you have to get market share to be a success because you're making a, you know, a million tiny profits. You're making big, big, big profits. There's not a huge overhead with service-based businesses, especially when we don't have an office, we have, you know, remote VAs and other countries and, you know, like there's all the stuff that there's just not these super high overhead. So the amount of money to make is just so much bigger. And um, I, I do think we're a part of the digital gold rush right now. And I do mm. think like, that um, we're going to have a lot more people coming on the scene and so that could provide more competition or it could be providing a shit ton more business
1: (laughs) exactly and you know what I notice as well as I'm sure we all do is like in the groups we're all in you know we all end up hiring you know hiring each other Uh and it's almost like you know so you're not really doing business anymore you're just hanging out with your friends who are making your life better (laughs) and that keep going and going and and you know I often wonder whether you know the volume of b-schoolers and the volume of online entrepreneurs will affect things but I think as you say like there's always room you know for smaller niches for like specific skills
0: oh yeah well just think about how many people don't even know what we're talking about when right. we go out into the world and then I was like you know I could <laughs> I could completely remove my entire self from all Facebook and from all groups and have a raging successful business just by going to the small business administration and saying hey i help people start businesses that we're, i mean i help them get a logo business card and website up and here's the here is the price of that can we work something out and right. I, mean, I could go for university licensing gigs i mean like there's mm-hmm. So much opportunity outside of this world it's just like I don't have time because I'm so busy in these yeah, small it's rooms. way more
1: fun in this world as well yeah it's yeah, way, it's more, way fun. more
0: fun in this world but it, but you look around and it's like if you're truly providing a product or service that other people need outside of this you know that you have job security
1: <laughs> mm. we yeah, we had a whole yeah we're really sad the other week in team d but we're having a slack conversation about you know my wedding which has taken ages to happen and I was like mm-hmm. oh you know, we'll do, you know we'll do it sometime and we're talking about hey we could just periscope it or we could do all the invites and we had we were really killing ourselves laughing, having the whole online entrepreneur joke about kind of automated response for wedding invites. Like, you know, package up the video deal for $97. And we were rolling around the floor laughing and my partner's just like, oh my God. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> Is, you know, we're just like, I've obviously been in, in my slack a little bit too much today. <laughs> we're just thinking in opt ins, applying opt ins to every area of your life. Like, <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> but, I know yeah. it's like, but you're like me, you love your audience and you want to take them with you wherever you go and, you know, like make them the part of whatever. That's so awesome.
1: And it is, you know, it's lovely. It's overshare, but, uh, you know, I think that's part of why we do it. We're kind of drawn to, you know, sharing stuff with people. And, uh, oh, it's just awesome. But, you know, Jenna, thank you so much for sharing with my folks your lovely story with Google Keep. And I'm going to be linking in the podcast, obviously, to your amazing post because Mm -hmm. we haven't even dug into yet, like, how you actually added value to your post by giving an opt-in, didn't you?
0: yeah. 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 So, um, so basically when I, when I discovered that Google keep was the next best thing to sliced bread, tightly, tightly. <laughs> love it. it was so good. Um, that I was like, well, I need to tie in the design perspective from this because I want people to know that I'm a good designer mm-hmm. and that, that I want to make their lives easier. And so instead of forcing them to design something, um, or like telling them to, I was like, I'm just going to provide a freebie. And it's the first time I've ever done a design thing that I've done that I've made free. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of fun as I was like, well, how can I make their life a little bit easier? And actually I was doing it for myself too. Like I was like, and again, you know, you take care of your own needs and it's going to help others as well. Right. And so I was like, I really want really cool, you know, head headlines that say, you know, the most important things I'm going to work on today or uh, thinking grow rich. Cause I was reading stuff from that. And um, you know, and then I would take screenshots of the different programs I was in for like, you know, Denise's lucky bitch bootcamp or, you know, I was doing a webinar with this guy named Derek and I took a snapshot of him. So as we're working on things, you know, I I was doing a joint venture webinar with Derek and we had all of our Google Docs in there, all of the links to our, (laughs) um, yeah. So that way, as we were actually communicating and we're working on the Google doc together, that there's no back and forth of sharing Mm. of, of, of things that we're watching this thing kind of happen. We put all of the links to our webinar in there and everything. So basically, um, to make a long story short, uh, I wanted to have all these really cool headers for people to uh, have this really beautiful thing. And and the video kind of shows them, you know, you because this is for your own personal use, you can kind of get away with some things that may not be okay. If you were printing or sending out ads, you can use images that you may not have rights yeah. to secretly. I mean, I can say this, but please don't get sued because I could probably – <laughs> Probably
1: get sued. But um,
0: but I mean for for having some like famous image on my Google Keep that nobody sees but anyone listens to
1: my podcast, you're all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so I mean it's one of those things where um you can really like find images that really inspire you, kind of like Pinterest, you know, like we don't have the rights to the things that we pin on yeah. Pinterest, but it always it always flows back. But people actually see that. And Google Keep isn't going to be something that only you and your assistants or your in-house people see. Mm feel free to take pictures that really inspire you and put them up. But it's nice to have that consistency of, of uh, headers with like the to do's and I have a morning review and an evening review and I love vintage flowers so I put um you know in the little free downloadable pack the vintage flowers so people watch the video they're like oh my god I want to do this oh but I have to I want to make it look pretty and so then I give them that pack and that's how I get them to upgrade and give me their email address and that's how I got the 400 subscribers
1: 400 subscribers from a blog post in which you were helping yourself and just sharing people how you did it yeah, I love that <laughs> whole thing. I'm just so excited! Such a great story, and oh, just—I would happily talk to you all day. But I'm gonna—I'm gonna end our official interview here and just say thank you. So, tell people how we can find you on the interwebs. Yeah, so you can come visit my website at
0: youcanbrand.com. It's y-o-u-c-a-n-b-r-a-n-d. So, youcanbrand.com and. Um yeah I'm on all of the social media channels under Jenna Sword or you can brand and um you can my name my last name is spelled S O A R D so like the weapon but spelled differently <laughs> <Sword>.
1: <laughs> I like that yes but not yeah like that.
0: oh and what's really funny is if you use my name as an anagram cuz my name is Jenna if you move the letters around we can spell it ninja sword <laughs>
1: what not to like about that i love it <laughs> so you can find jenna the ninja sword on you can brand.com thank you so much for chatting with me today about how you upgraded your content and you use marketing and and facebook but you know community opportunities to really serve people yeah. so um thank you it. so much darling yeah, thank
0: you John, for having me on you're awesome no worries <laughs>
1: So there we go, guys. You've just been part of a fast and furious girl chat with myself and Jenna Sword. So, thank you so much for. To Jenna for being on the show and make sure that you guys go and check her out on youcanbrand.com and of course as always thank you so much for listening to my podcast and if you have enjoyed this episode I would be super grateful if you share it with anyone who you think might also find it of interest and I also love to hear from you guys so feel free to send me an email hello at dexterousdiva.co.uk or tweet me at dexdiva or of course do jump into my free Facebook group um if we, you know which you can find the sign up for on my website under community loads of interesting people in there I'm in there all the time and I always love to hear from you guys so until next time bye